0: You're listening to The Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life. So, you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, and welcome to the Social Biz series. This series is a series of four live streams that I ran on my Facebook page and inside of my Facebook group at the beginning of February. And it was as part of the launch of my program, The Social Formula, which is a six week group coaching program for those people that offer social media services or those that want to. So it's for people who are aspiring to be icons in the social media industry. And what this series does is it covers off four of the Kind of big key things that most people came into the program with when I ran it the first time in December 2020. So the four lesson series is owning your brilliance so you can charge your worth, attracting new clients that light you up on autopilot, serve more people and scale your biz breaking free from the one to one And then the impact of Crystal Clear Offer Clarity with a previous Social Formula member, Marissa Robinson, and her experience with this. I'm so excited to have you listening to this. It is a really cool four series of live streams. So it is a live stream. You'll hear me talking to people, answering questions, replying to comments. Um, But the content is just so good. I could not share it with you over here in my podcast community. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, the social formula is open now for enrollment. We kick off on February 16th and it is a six week group coaching container Uh, business coaching container for those people, as I said, in the social media industry or those that want to offer social media services. And we go through the complete process of Your purpose, your position in the industry, how to get offer clarity, how to charge your worth, all the tools and techie stuff and onboarding and offboarding procedures and templates and everything that you could need. And plus also how then you sell your services so that you can have a thriving business that you deserve. If you're new to the industry, you also get access to my membership, The Social Collective, for six months. So if you need all the how-to, that's all in there. And if you've been around for a while and maybe you're just ready to level up, change things break free from the one-to-one, scale, do something new inside of this amazing industry, then we are here for you too. There was all sorts of people that joined us last time and we've got a bunch of amazing new people coming in now. You'll find all the details for that on the link on my website for all four of this live stream series at all the W's, the socialhubau.com social biz series. Alrighty, we are live. Hey everybody, how are you this afternoon on this lovely Thursday? I've had my hair done today so I'm feeling super ready for a live stream and got a a awesome treat for you today. I've got Marissa Robinson from Marissa Robinson. Are you still Marissa Robinson digital or Marissa Robinson Instagram coach in between? It depends what day it is and what hat I'm wearing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Instagram coach is the road that, the road that I'm going down now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: cool. So we'll talk more about that. So Marissa Robinson, who was in my last round of The Social Formula, and Marissa had some great breakthroughs with Offer Clarity. So that's what I wanted to get her on to share with you guys because it's super, super powerful stuff. Um so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand over to you, Marissa, first off, to introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you um, while I bring up these streams on my phone so I can see any other comments that are coming through. And if you're on live, please let us know that you're here. Always love to hear from you. So over to you, Marissa. Okay, cool.
1: Um, well, my name is Marissa and I'm a Instagram business coach, but for the past um, six years, I've been a digital marketing consultant working with small businesses to enhance their online sales and presence. And I absolutely love it. Um, I love working with smaller businesses and really watching them grow and to excel online, especially if it's a space they're not confident in. Um, But in the last, I'd say, 12 months, I've really wanted to niche down myself. as most of you will know, digital marketing is a very broad uh, scope, and it's almost impossible to be directly across every single touch point. But Instagram is a platform which I've always had a really strong passion for, and I've been a user of Instagram pretty much since it launched um, on a personal and professional level. So, I decided that I wanted to kind of pivot and really start to. Focus on Instagram services to help small businesses um, strategically use it to grow their brands.
0: Yeah, cool. I love that. Hey, Hannah, how are you? Um, and I think like that's a really great point that you make. That you know, digital digital marketing is huge. It's such a broad scope now. Like, there's so much to it, and you really can't be a master of all of those things I mean you could try but you'd probably end up trying to work 50 hours a day and that's actually not even humanly possible and even the platforms now like even if you just look at Facebook and Instagram just as two platforms they're so diverse there's so much you can do on each of them and it's really getting to the point now you need to really buckle down even with one platform like even if you're going to teach Facebook and Instagram you kind of need to have one that you're like a really big expert in I think so I love that you've um, you know taken off with Instagram because Instagram's become huge in the last few years and it's it's definitely a platform people struggle with I think they f- find it a little bit more challenging than Facebook yeah. um, you know because there's a few little right. intricacies so yeah, when
1: it comes to using Instagram I guess Uh, personally versus professionally to help grow a business Um, I find that most of my clients while they can do some of the basic things when it comes to using other touch points within the platform like Reels or IGTV or you know even stories a lot of them kind of don't understand how to utilize those touch points to strategically you know make sales or generate leads and you know it's almost like a whole new world for them.
0: Yeah totally absolutely So, um, hey, Ange, how are you, love? Good to see you here. And Amanda's on. Hey, Amanda. So I guess like at the moment, if anyone's like just jumping onto the start, they probably think, well, you sound pretty clear about what you're doing. But before you join the social formula, which is my program for people offering social media services, you were having some challenges around a bit of clarity with your offers. So I'd love for you to share what those were with everyone.
1: Well, I guess because, like I mentioned, there are so many touch points within Instagram. I knew of the services that I wanted to offer, but I just needed more clarity around how to offer them because, you know, I wanted to be able to obviously help everyone um, and, you know, provide that service efficiently, but without really honing down and being clear on the offers, it would just become confusing, not only for the customer, but also for me. And so, I just needed some clarity around that, and also what that looked like in terms of pricing as well.
0: Yeah, because before that, you were mostly doing a lot of done for you stuff. Yeah, All um, my mainly like content,
1: one on one, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did want to try and move into more of a one to many model as well. So, while I guess I'm not doing that right now, that's definitely the next step for me. Like I want to be able to help more people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, you also had a few clear goals around moving in, like moving not just in the done for you space into a bit of a teaching space as well, which is different to yeah, here's the content I need to create. Here's your content. You're moving into that different space of teaching, teaching someone, which can, and I mentioned this on a live the other day, when you're going from a space of done for you service into a teaching space or coaching space, whether it be one-to-one or one-to-many doesn't matter. Yeah, there can, There is a small pivot or change that needs to happen in your message. Yeah. And also even your target market to a certain degree, because you're not necessarily wanting to, attract the people that want to outsource you're wanting to attract the people that want to learn it or have a team member that wants to learn it so um, a lot of people think oh well you know the skill it should be really easy to go from I'm delivering the service for you to teaching it but it's not actually uh, that transition isn't always as easy as what people think.
1: Absolutely and I think as well just understanding to have how to have all those other touch points ready to go too so it's not just as easy as teaching someone it's like okay well what materials do I need to prepare like What um, tools will they need? How is that all going to be housed? How is that going to be delivered? And there's just so many other touch points that come into play rather than just, okay, this is how you do it and, you know, making sure that you're servicing your clients properly.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, who else is on? Shaz. Hey, Shaz. Love the new hair. Oh, I tell you what, that was great self-care getting my hair done today. I did not have the best morning, I'll be honest, but I feel like a whole new person now that I'm sitting here with my hair done. All right. So I guess like what was the impact then for you at the time, you know, feeling those murky feelings about your offers? And I think it's a good conversation to have because so many people feel murky with their offers. I've been through it. I went through it last year. I think your offers are always something that's going to evolve, but you go through stages where you feel really cool with them and they just flow and everything feels really organic and beautiful. But then you get to a place where it's a little bit of push and pull and it feels a bit murky. So What was the impact that that was having on your business? And I guess on you too, because you are your business.
1: Well, yeah, I felt like I was on a bit of a hamster wheel. I kept going around in circles. Like I had all these ideas of what I wanted to do, Um, but I guess I didn't have the clarity around each individual offer and how it would be presented or how it differed from the others. Um, And so it was a little frustrating because I could see where I wanted to take it. But I just needed some clarity and help in terms of like getting those ducks in a row and, you know, simplifying things a little bit so I could move forward.
0: Yeah. I know, I know, like, not just with yourself, but like other people, obviously, that I've worked with. Sometimes when you're trying to put your offers together, it's like you're so connected to the process that all your offers sometimes seem to blend into this big puddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you feel like you're just like splashing around in the puddle trying to figure out which one's which and how that fits where and where does that fit in my business and which one do I focus on the most. And I think when you're running your own business and you're particularly in like for us guys in social media where you're so present and you're delivering everything and not just social media, but there's plenty of other businesses that do that. Sometimes in the day, you're going from doing creating one thing to delivering another service. So I could go from creating a new program to doing a one-on-one with someone who's at the basic bare level of social media to then doing a live stream in my course creation like group. And by the end of the day, sometimes it you feel jumbled because you're going from spot to spot all day. And it's it, it can I just the word I use is murky. Like it just makes you feel like you're wading through mud sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot to of days it. like like you said with social media especially like This week I've been from jumping from creating IGTV to doing reels to putting together training guides um, and new offers and, you know, it helps to have that clarity so at least it's, you know, it it, it makes it easier to get each task done and you kind of have your, um, I guess you're more aligned to what the overall objective and goals are rather than just, okay, I need to keep creating, I need to keep putting out offers. It's like, no, what's the core objective of this offer and how is it going to? align with yeah. the rest of my business goals
0: yeah and you know like we can often go that's a really cool idea I'm going to do that yeah. and you can get caught up in that shiny object syndrome without having the strategy behind it to go yeah look maybe I don't need to do that that can be someone else's idea like I often I'll have heaps of ideas I have to gift them. I say I gift them to people because I'll have a client and I'll go you should do that I think it's a great idea but I don't want to do it because I don't have room for it um Yeah. And I mean, like also too, like you're, you're a forward thinker. So you, like you created your reels, um, tiny offer as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's a digital product that you've got, like teaching people how to create reels. Um, and so, you know, you're, you're putting into place all this growth stuff. So it, it can, it's really easy to get murky with the, with your offers when you're working on new stuff, trying to transition and all that. So the opportunity to have a container for clarity is is important, I think. And that's where investing in yourself and your business becomes really critical, however you choose to do that. So like last year, I invested a lot in practical business coaching. This year, I'm investing a lot in more personal coaching to help me with my next personal upgrades, which will then flow onto my business. So, you know, whatever that looks like for each person listening, I think everyone knows what sort of upgrade or support they need at the time. But when you, um, so you joined the social formula, which was which we ran in December, mm-hmm. um, and that was really what you brought to the table was wanting that clarity around your offers. So what were the, like, what would you say the diamonds were in that six weeks for you?
1: I think really establishing my leading offers. Um, like I mentioned, I had so many different ideas and things that I wanted to do but really honing in on what that leading offer was and uh, like as the primary offer and then what the other ones would be that weren't necessarily my, my core focus. And for me, I really managed to narrow it down to being my strategy um, sessions, with, which I love doing to help smaller businesses just get that clarity and they're all customised to their goals. But just knowing that that's my primary offer, Everything else just kind of naturally stems off that now, or it's a natural progression for the next step, depending on where the client wants to go. Sometimes they're happy just to continue on their own, which is fine, and other times they require extra help. But kind of knowing that starting point um, has just made it so much easier, and yeah, everything has just kind of naturally flowed from there.
0: Yeah, cool. So if anyone's online and they have like any questions they want to ask Marissa about this journey, please jump in. And if anyone, I guess, just has any questions around, you know, how to create offer clarity, just jump in and ask. Um, Either of us will obviously be happy to help or answer them. uh, You can't actually see the comments unless you put it up on your phone, but I'll read them out if anyone puts them in. Um, And I think like that's a really good point about what's the thing that you lead with. And I've been talking to people about this for, you know, a, a few years. I think, it you know, sometimes it comes down to the I can do all of those things, but I don't want to be known as that person. And I'm like, well, yeah, so what do you lead with? So you lead with Instagram. Someone else might lead with YouTubes, like if we're talking in a marketing sense. Someone else might lead with Facebook ads or, you know, to be known as that person doesn't mean to say if someone wants help and support with something else, once they're in with you, that you can't do that for them. And I think people think that because you you say that you're this type of person or this is the thing that you're known for, that you can't then do those other things, but you totally can. Like once someone's in and they're working with you, of course you can do that. That's absolutely 100% your choice.
1: And I think that's where, for me, like having that background as a digital marketer has really come in handy. Um, You know, I'll start with someone with a strategy session and then we'll start talking about their email strategy. And when, you know, they let me know, oh, I don't really have one, you know, that opens a new conversation and we can start talking about that. So it's definitely worked to my advantage in that respect. But also having that clarity makes it easier for me, whereas when I am doing digital marketing work, and you're expected to wear all the hats and know everything, you can lead to burnout really quickly. Whereas with this, I know what I'm leading with. I know that it's Instagram that's my focus. And then everything else can just, yeah, become a natural extension as it's needed rather than an expectation at the time.
0: Yeah. And it takes that pressure off you too. You know yeah. that you have to be an expert in like Facebook and Facebook groups as well. Like yeah. you can just really then do the things that you love, which is Instagram, and you're really good at it. You know. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. I guess that's been a passion for a long time, and I did some, um, you know, on top of the social formula, I did other coaching programs last yeah. year, and you know, it just really made me realize that I, I can't physically be everything to everyone when these platforms are come becoming so complex that you know, you really need to be an expert in what you're doing rather than having your eggs in all the baskets. But like you said, not to say that you can't help with those other things, but really taking the lead in one of your, the the core offer or the core thing that you want to be known for.
0: Yeah. And I think to the permission slip to say, it's okay to have other stuff there that you can offer people. Um, You don't have to have this like, Really confusing marketing plan where you're marketing every single thing it is that you do, right? So, for example, like I've got digital products, you've got a digital product. Mm-hmm. There may be times when you promote that, but it's probably not the thing you're going to be sharing mostly all the time. But it is something there you can have in your back pocket if someone comes to you and maybe they're not in a position to work in a coaching space, they're not in a position. Let's use the real your reels. Um, program as an example, they're not in a position to financially outsource to get you to do it. They're not in a position to financially outsource, um, um you know, get some coaching done. You've yeah. still got that there to go, well, hey, this can help you. Like I can still help you at this stage. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too to have that. Like it's okay to have a multi-layered business. That's absolutely okay. But yeah. to have a successful brand that has, you know, clients coming in consistently, that clear message, that resonant messaging about who you serve, what you do and how you help them is really important. So, that's where that, you know, for you, I saw once you got that clarity around what you were leading with, I saw it in your posts. I saw it in your content, like it was just so clear to you and you even like, like your energy even changed like yeah. you were standing taller in your videos yeah. and everything it was really cool it was cool to watch and I, I
1: I didn't have to be in a sense at that point like I I didn't have to be everything to everyone in that moment like I knew what I was there for and even just going back I guess to the the pricing structure and things like that you know it can be really hard to price your offers um if you're unsure of where you're sitting in the market or how your product differs to other people's or even just how you, I guess, value your own self-worth and where you position yourself that way. But going through the program and starting with like, you know, those smaller offers and kind of having it tier up, again, it just made a lot more sense for me to do that and then it made promoting my offers easier. Because like you said, I literally have everything at every touch point to suit every budget depending on
0: where that person's at and what they're able to afford and what they want to do. Yeah. And so let's let's have a chat about, you know, the clarity around your pricing because so I know that was a big one for you. What did that look like for you as um, well? Well, I guess since the social formula, like I started with some
1: pricing in mind, um, I have increased my prices since then. A lot of it I think was just came down to me and not feeling confident in not in my product because I knew what I was offering was of such good value, yeah. but it was just the stories I was telling myself. So to kind of have that more logical conversation around pricing and how, um, you know, you can position your, your offers, it just helped make it a lot clearer. And like you said, I then became more confident in, in asking for that price because I just felt that it aligned to my offer, but it also aligned to me as well.
0: Yeah. And I think for those of you listening out there, like what Marissa's kind of talking about is when we in the program, we talk about, you know, tiering your pricing. And, you know, because Marissa does have a multi-layered business where she has a digital product, she has a, you know, a coaching or a strategy option. She also has done for you services working out what those tiers looked like and getting the right pricing so she could you know up the prices on her really premium services so that became the the premium thing like you want to work with me in the the most premium way possible this is what it looks like from a price perspective and then it just aligns your prices a lot better and I think you know when you aren't clear on your offers, your pricing is usually really murky too. And it's usually all over the place. Like you'll have random pricing on one thing and, and you can't then get behind marketing it because you're not attached A to the offer or B to the price. So once you clarify all of that, then again, it helps you, which I've mentioned this in other live streams in the last two weeks is when you get that clarity and you've worked out what brings you joy, what do you want to stand for, who do you want to serve, what does that look for you, you get your pricing right. doesn't mean to say it needs to be the highest price. Just so long as it's a price you can get behind, yeah. then you will show up for it yeah. and you'll show up for it every week. And you show up weekly, daily, you know, on your stories. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you've been doing your Q&As on Instagram each week.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I love, I love those. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea because I do get a lot of people like whether it's my in-person clients or just DMs on Instagram asking me, you know, different questions around using the platform for their business. And I thought, well, why not share these answers with everyone? And so I just decided to launch it as a series. And yeah, every Friday I just share an answer to a question which has been submitted. And um, yeah, hopefully that helps people on their journey. And again, that's just another way for people to see, I guess, how I can help them if they're not in a position to, you know, invest in one of my products or services. But it's a part of, you know, my content strategy and the way that they can, you know, keep up with what's new or what's happening to to keep running their business and utilising Instagram to grow. Yeah, cool.
0: And, um, oh, that was another question. Oh, yeah, so I was going to ask you too because this is another thing people really struggle with and it's usually when they're not clear on their offers and they're not clear on their prices They're like, am I giving too much away on social media? Am I not giving enough away on social? And there's that real confusion about what do I share? What do I not share? How did that also then impact your content?
1: Um, I think I always try and keep the, I guess, the idea in mind, I share the what and the why. And And not the how. Even though I kind of, I can't help it, I love sharing the how because that's just what lights me up. But the how is going to be different for every single business and every single person. So you can say how in a general way and, you know, in most cases I do because I do love to share and I do love people to be able to take a learning and go and apply it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that how is going to be totally applicable to either their business or their strategy or what they want to utilise Instagram for. So I think, yeah, just becoming being clear on that just helped prepare my content because I know now every week, okay, these are the pieces of content that I want to um, share. Um, this is the, the core objective that I'm focusing on right now, whether it's, you know, lead generation or engagement or whatever it might be, um, and then just focusing my my content and my messaging around that.
0: Yeah. And, and that makes life easier too. Like when you've got offer clarity and you know where you're going, it, your content becomes so simple it becomes yeah. so simple to create it and um, usually I find when people are struggling with content it's because there's lack of clarity behind that that's really the problem not the content itself it's the other things that they're not clear on in their business yeah, um, yeah totally that's yeah I
1: think otherwise you're just kind of creating for the sake of creating content mm. you know, you know and sometimes we do that and you know you might feel stuck or not sure of what to post or but once you kind of bring it back to your strategy and you bring it back to your offers and then you keep your ideal client in mind and okay this is what i need to be delivering to them in order to attract those people or to you know start deeper conversations then it becomes really easy
0: yeah yeah definitely and um and and it's 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 nice once it becomes easy and it flows yeah. you know so <laughs> it's just it- it's so much more calming.
1: <laughs> Especially when, you know, you're trying to juggle a lot of things. I mean, Instagram's now what almost six platforms within one with all their different features. Uh, yeah. So I think if you don't have that clarity and, you know, I don't recommend that everyone's on top of every single one if you're not mastering at least, you know, posts and stories properly, I wouldn't be encouraging you to be going ham on IGTV and lives. But yeah, just even being able to branch out onto those other touch points if you don't have a clear plan or it's not in line with your offer, it's gonna yeah. make it
0: really hard. Yeah, definitely. And and that's the thing. People often go into like multi-platform marketing with this scattergun approach of yeah. I, you know, it's just totally scattered it's going, I'm going to use YouTube now. I'm going to create YouTube videos. And, you know, sometimes a strategy for that can just be as simple as share your Facebook lives onto YouTube. Like I've got a, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated either. So like my main, my main platforms are Facebook and Instagram and my podcast, I'd say would be my next one after that. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I use LinkedIn really badly. I'm not even ashamed to say it anymore. I just cannot buy into that platform. Whatever, I know people love it. I'm not saying it's terrible. It's just me. It's just me. Um, but, you know, like YouTube, I'm like, I've got so much great content out there that could go on YouTube for people that could search for it and find it just as a placeholder. So I'm in the process now of putting all my podcast episodes on there. And, you know, now I put all like my live streams, like this will go on there. Um, and to me, the strategy for me with YouTube is just it's a placeholder. Doesn't mean to say it needs to be a complicated strategy, but so long as you know what it is. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, then it's scatter- scattergun and you start trying to create content on six different platforms, all different types, and it's exhausting, absolutely exhausting.
1: And I think we so, create so much, why not repurpose it? You know, oh, even yeah. if it's going to help, you know, like you said, it's not your primary platform, but if it's going to help to get more of your content out there and also generate more leads and people who might come over to, you know, your Facebook page or Instagram or whatever it might be, then you might as well utilise it.
0: Yeah, I think 2021 is going to be, we're going to see a big uptake in people doing a lot more repurposing and recycling of content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so after working through all of that and getting all that clarity, what does the future look like now? Like what's in store for you now?
1: Well, I I want to launch a, a course at some point, again, kind of focusing on the, I guess the basics of Instagram because the more people I meet, the more people still do struggle with those things. And so I want to launch a course. Um, I'm also going to be doing a stories challenge next month. I'm going to say Ooh, that. That sounds like fun. It's out fun. in the universe now, so it kind of has to happen.
0: <laughs> I love it how you, like, I do that too. I, I actually verbalise something and put it out there, so then I have to make it happen. Well, now now I've said it, so I have to yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs>
1: um so yeah I want to do a stories challenge and I'm also literally today in the process of updating my reels beginners bundle which is a step-by-step training manual on how to create reels which is great if you've never created one before um but because there are so many new features within reels I wanted to just give it a bit of an overhaul so it was completely up to date so lots of exciting new things
0: that I'm working on yeah and you're wanting to do some local workshops too Aren't you in your local
1: area? I've done some like not so much recently, but in the past I've done some online workshops and I do love them, but I just love that human-to-human interaction. And thankfully down where I am um, in Wollongong, even though we're safely social distancing, it's been quite good so we can at least get small groups together and I could teach them like that. So that would be something I would love to do this year as well, kind of going more towards that one-to-many.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, so that whole thing, like, with the workshops and then obviously a course and things like that, um, would that have been further away, do do you think, down the path for you had you not done that work last year? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't even think I could have fathomed doing any of those things. Like, I've had in my mind for a while doing workshops, but even just executing that and being clear on it without being clear on my core offers Yes. I don't think I could have done it done it properly or, or probably just done it to a point where, it, where I did it justice. But now I feel so much more confident in terms of, okay, yes, here are my primary offers, here are my primary services, but let's kind of move across here and help people who want to learn in different ways too.
0: Yeah. So it's really helped you get to that stage of growth and expansion even faster because, you know, once you move into creating courses, that yeah. opens up another whole level to one-to-many, you know, where you can be servicing people, not just even in your local area because a lot of your clients when we first met, you were still going to see them physically. So there was, uh, you know, that that travel, they had to be within a certain, you know, distance from you to, for you to physically be able to service them. And, yeah. you know, in this short period of time, you're now getting to the point where you're looking at these things where really you can be reaching people all over the world. And
1: Like even you know. this year alone, um, I've been fortunate enough to be working with people in the UK, Malaysia, um around Australia and I've probably been able to connect with people more through my online services more than I have had to actually physically go and see other clients who I'd normally yeah. be going and seeing at least once a fortnight. I'm, and I'm so grateful for that and, you know, obviously the power of technology and being able to connect oh. especially through these times. But it just makes things so much easier and, you know, it's just instantly connects us and keeps us connected. Yeah.
0: I always say that was one of the great things about COVID is it really got people to be comfortable working online. Yeah. So I used to have it even too, where I'd have people, I want you to come see me face to face. And then because of COVID, we couldn't, and I couldn't cross like, well, I could cross borders, but it was a pain in the butt for me to have yeah. to cross the border. And I just really, as soon as that happened, it was just like, you have to use Zoom. And now I don't leave my house. Like I do all of my calls in my house, you know, and it's awesome. I've, freaking love it. Like, I think that was a great thing about 2020.
1: I mean, that's my preferred method. I love just, you know, being able to, to work from home, but I still have a few clients, even locally who like that. um, I guess that one-on-one training and the physical aspect of being there, which is totally fine. But again, it comes back to that offer clarity. You know, if you do want me in that one-to-one capacity in person, what does that look like price-wise compared to getting me for an hour on a Zoom call? Exactly. It's going to be very different and before I, I didn't really have any I don't know I didn't have any clarity around how that differed I'd just be like oh they get an hour of my time okay yeah. but now they're getting an hour of my time in person versus online like what does that look like
0: yeah and then you know energetically again then when you go to go to see that client sometimes the energy is really murky then and you're not really showing up in the best way so getting that clarity and having you, you know, the offers and the pricing all stepped out nicely. It's like, yes, I can show up for this now. And you exactly. come with just such a great energy and you get more out of it, they get more out of it. And everyone just gets more out of it. So it's it's a good place to be. So if obviously we start our next round of the social formula next week and you were in the first round, which I did as a beta round. And um the way I run all of my group coaching programs is once you're in, you're in, you get access to all the future launches. And every time I run it now, so, you, you know, you you will get to experience that again. Um, and I know that a few of the girls in there that, um, you know, didn't get to finish all the content the first time, which is fine, that's life. Like, I totally understand that, are excited about the next round, being able to jump on Zoom calls. And um, I find with a lot of programs that things like, You know, you might work on one thing at one time, but then the next time there's some Zoom calls or some live coaching off on offer, you can jump in and and catch up on the next thing it is that you're working on too, which is really powerful. So what would you say if anyone's like, yeah, I've been seeing this chick talk about this program, I'm not really sure, what would you say?
1: I would say to do it, um, like we mentioned before, if I hadn't done it, I would still be in a lot of the old you know mindset that I was in and I wouldn't be as far ahead as I am now like I'm so clear on my offers that now I'm thinking about doing things like courses and workshops which wouldn't have even been on my radar if I didn't have all those foundations set and I think as well just the the community that you create within the program is so strong like I still talk to a lot of the girls within there and that. you know it's just so nice to you know, have each other's back, support each other, and also you're connecting with people who might be offering something completely different to you. So it's a great way to build like your referral base. So you'll have people you can, you know. I think it's um, today she's amazing at Facebook ads. So I always send people her, like I'll send people her way if I have things for that because that's just not a thing that I want to focus on. Um, yeah, so I think it's just you know that really strong sense of community, and I'm looking forward to the next round as well because, like you said. I'll still jump on the lives because you can always learn something new from yep. re-listening and re-watching again. And especially now that I'm thinking of different offers or, and different courses, well, I'm kind of having to go back to scratch in those um, respects and like, okay, if I do a course, what's that going to look like? And think about that offer yep. and pricing as well. So okay, I guess it can apply to different things.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think even as a facilitator, like, you know, there's there's other messages I'm gonna to bring to the next live round too because I've evolved in the last few months and that's the benefit of communities like that is you get to not just you get to do it as you evolve, you get to see the message in the facilitator um, evolve as well and experience that and and have that growth too. and I'd loved like same with me like some people said to me when I was creating it, why would you want to teach people in your niche they're just going to take potential clients and I'm like, No, I need to have a community of people that I trust. I don't want to do Facebook ads. I don't want to do, you know, I only do one-on-one with people in my programs now. So if I get leads for people that aren't in programs, because I just don't have the time or the space, you know, I want to be able to say I know someone who can do strategy for you. I know someone who can do hashtags for you. For me, it was more expansive for me to have that community um, and also to... I wanted that safe space for people to talk openly because you might have challenges going on in your business with clients and stuff and you don't want to broadcast that in a free Facebook group because you feel like you're going to, um, you might, you know, be putting something out there for people then to question you know, yeah. how you're running your business and, it, you know, having that safe space where you can ask those questions and, you know, bring something to the table like this is what I've priced or I'm not sure what to do with this or this contract's coming up with this client, what do I do now? Like it's a really nice to have that space to do that. And, and then, then the environment that you
1: created, not at any point did I feel like by discussing my prices or talking about my offers, I never felt like it was like a threat or, you know, someone might take my ideas because everyone was just so supportive. And, you know, wanting to help each other. And I guess it doesn't really matter because we're each going to do something unique to us in our own way. And the delivery will never be the same, no matter who it is. But, you know, there is enough for everyone. And so being in that community where we can all just kind of bounce off each other and help each other grow, whether you are kind of aligned or doing similar things, yeah, it never felt like it was a thread or anything else. It was just a great, you know, community spirit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that about it too. And, um, you know, like I was talking to you guys in the Voxer thread the other day, like my plans are, you know, to be able to put job leads in that group for you guys when it's, you know, I'm niching so far down into just courses now and just online courses and digital products. I'm not going to have the capacity to do as much coaching, like I said before. So I, I need to have that space where I can comfortably send people to people that I trust and that I know, yeah. um, and that's 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 really cool too. I'm really looking forward to that. So, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to have you on. Um, I think I put in the in the caption your. Um, you're full of sunshine and sunflowers because your <laughs> colours are like yellow and sun. you always have sunflowers. <laughs> always have sunflowers. <laughs> and, and tie-dye. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's cool. <laughs> um, so where can everyone find you? Like if anyone wants to follow you, connect with you, chat to you, where can we find you?
1: Um, you can find me at Marissa Robinson Digital on Instagram, um, Facebook, my website, um, all across those. But Instagram primarily because that's where I put the most content and I show up most frequently.
0: Awesome. All right. So thanks, everyone, for jumping on live. For those that are watching the replay, um, definitely if you've got any questions or anything you want to ask or comment or weigh in on on this topic, Um, if you've got any questions about your own offer clarity, please pop them in, um, to the comments and I can come back or Marissa can come back later and we can chat to you in there. Um, this will be pinned to the announcements post in the Facebook group, and it will be the pinned post on my page. And, um, I'm in the process of putting all of these live streams over onto my podcast as well as a series. So there'll be all the places that you can find it. And definitely if, Instagram is your kryptonite and, you know, you you want to nail it, go and follow Marissa; She's absolutely awesome, a true individual, and I have absolutely love working with you. So um, thanks thank you. again, Dallin. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.